Stripe the Jungle was a success. The Bengals beat the Bills. They keep the win streak rolling. Paycor was electric. We've got a lot to discuss on Victory Monday coming up on Blue Collar Bengals. What is going on, Bengals fans? You are with Drew Garrison and I on Blue Collar Bengals on this victory freaking Monday. Drew, how you doing today? I'm having a fucking terrible day, so I'm glad <laughs> we get to talk about how cool last night was because today has been absolutely terrible. Work? Yeah, just a lot of shit. Time change. I mean, primetime game. Not home till like 1.30, not asleep till 3. We got time change, time change, very rough on a toddler. And yeah. then it parlayed into just a, the most Monday of Mondays. So I'm ready to turn my brain off from all of that and just talk about how cool yesterday was. Okay. All right. Switch. Hit the switch and uh, talk to the people. You were there. You were at the game. I got to see the beautiful striping on the TV but you got to witness the atmosphere and everything in person. And while he finishes up, I think he's sharing the show. Look, looking at it on TV, like, it was, it was unfreaking believable that we pulled that off. Like I, like I was like, oh man, it's going to be a cluster F uh, early in the show. We'll say the F word later. Uh, it's going to suck. Like, I don't know, but ye of little faith, uh, my stupid brain, of course the Blackburns pull this off and the fan base falls in line and does it. Uh, it's one thing to see it, but what was the atmosphere like, Drew? It was better than the Monday night football atmosphere last year, and I didn't know if that was even possible after being there last year. The, the energy outside of the stadium before the game, the energy at Bengal gyms right before we went in, and just it was just palpable, man. You could just feel it. You could feel it was almost like confident tension, if that makes any sense. I don't know if that makes sense in people's brains the way that I feel like it did in mine. But like everybody was confident, but everybody was a little bit on edge, but everybody was really hyped up. I mean, it was just it was magnificent, dude. When they started the pregame light show where everybody's phones were lighting up, I posted a video of it. Um it, it just, dude, they, they nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. The sky views of, you know, striping the jungle out looked phenomenal on TV. I know you were saying, and a few other people said it. It is just, it was one of the coolest experiences that I've had at a sporting event. And I, like I said, I just didn't think it could get any better than it was on Monday Night Football last year. But somehow, some way, they pulled it off, man. They got, 60,000 people to really follow what they asked them to do. And I'm saying 60,000 just because there was probably 5,000 yeah. or so Bills fans there. I mean, there was there was a, a good good lineup of Bills Mafia. They travel well. We talked about that um, on the preview show. But it was, it was something, man. I, how was the TV copy? I haven't watched it back yet. I usually watch it back when I go to the game. 
It's good. So I have mixed emotions, and I think a lot of fans do, about going to a game versus watching it on TV. I absolutely love going to the games. I've been a season ticket holder for umpteen years. I go all the time. Uh, up until a few years ago, it was just as some idiot. And then I put the costume on, uh, and I became the mask, just like Batman. Uh, but <laughs> there's something about sitting on your own couch and getting to watch the game uh, with a fridge on arm's length away that doesn't cost $9 a beer. But uh, that being said, like I said, watching the atmosphere, the color, the smoke, the players, the fan base, uh, all the lights, uh, I am, I don't know how people don't have seizures. Like, dude, it was, it was beautiful. Like, it, it looked so good from the TV screen. And to touch on a point you made that, that like, that confidence with nervousness like you said like that is the perfect way to describe going into any Bengals game really <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. I, I, think, I think we're gonna win i think i think we can kick their ass but like i'm also nervous dude like if you've played sports you felt that like uh, being in the military before going on a mission i feel that i know i'm gonna go kick their ass but i'm a little bit nervous you, you know what i mean uh, and I think that's just a great way to describe going into that Bengals game. And I'm unfortunately was not able to attend uh, due to the knee surgery I just had. Uh, but you getting to go, I'm I'm just so happy you were able to attend uh, and experience that for not only yourself, uh, but for the show here to tell people who were not able to attend and watch our show. And I've got an image here. I'm sure most of you guys have already seen it online or if you were watching the TV broadcast, but just look at Crazy. it. Crazy. I mean, they really pulled that off it, it, with, like it, I said, 60,000 people. Like it was insane yeah. how much people, like I think the kids say understood the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. We're hip. We know those things lit and stuff. But th when you look at that image, dude, it looks fake. Like it looks like, uh, Seth Reese or uh, Dalton, one of those guys made it. You know, do you know what I mean? Those like guys that just whip out these badass edits, like or AI even, since we're living in the fucking Skynet century now. Like, dude, it looks fake, but like that was real, folks. Like seeing it on TV, like, and of course it's Monday night. Everybody saw it, right? Because we're the biggest show on turf. Like, unbelievable. Like, hats off to to the Blackburns, uh, Elizabeth. Like, I could hug her. Uh, I won't. Happily married and uh, don't feel like catching a charge. But uh, <laughs> awesome job. Like, way to pull that off. Like, unbelievable. Yeah, man. So the energy was there. And we said on the preview show, what did I say? I wanted the Bengals to get the ball first, go down the field, score a touchdown. And that is exactly what they did. And that's a good way to segue into cool. – the box score breakdown presented by Houday, W-H-O-D-A-I.com. Ron just said we're living in an AI world, and Houday is out in front of it for all of the Bengals content, game day information, AI stats, on demand. They make really cool graphics for our show, and we're going to start with the man, the myth, the legend, like we always do, Joseph Lee Burrow. 31 of 44, 348 yards, average of 7.9 per completion, two touchdowns, no picks. My favorite stat of the night, only one sack for a loss of five yards. 
QBR was 82.8 with a quarterback rating of 108.9. The guy was dealing. Ice, baby. Joseph Lee Burrow. Don't be fooled by the ice that he's got. He's just Joey from the block, dude. We have Jennifer Lopez. Talk about just like half of our audience will get that. The rest are kids. Uh, But talk about a guy who in the beginning of the season, everyone wrote off. And we know it. You and I both know it. Everybody said, look at him. Had a great couple of years. Took his team to the chip. His time's done. Time for the Ravens to, to take that division again. Time for Pittsburgh to come back. Psych FTS. But coming coming back again and and just light like lighting the lamp during this game. Yardage, accurate passing, minus one, which uh I called out, I think, during the game. Uh and and his How about the screen? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, one of them was pretty egregious. Uh, and it's I would have, I would have slapped. Well, there was a screen, and then there was one downfield too. But I digress. Oh, okay. But um, where the fuck was I? Oh, but coming yeah. back and and uh, lighting the lamp again, as I just said, uh, hitting his passes, uh, his escapability is back. The calf looks fine, uh, and and his ability to spread the ball around. Uh, and keep the defense guessing. And we'll get into this with our wide receivers and our offensive breakdown. But hitting different targets throughout the game. The Bills, let me tell you something, did not game plan for our tight ends to go off. No no fucking way they did. Because I didn't. The, the Tanner Hudson, Irv Smith game. Oh. Everybody knew it was coming. And if we look at the receiving stats, man, yep. that's kind of where you're going to see it. He's got a completion to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different receivers leading the way. T. Higgins loves seeing a big game from T. Higgins. Eight receptions, 110 yards, along the 21 on nine targets. Tyler Boyd got in the action, three for 56, long of 32. That kind of really helped put the game away. And then our boy, Tanner Hudson, we talked about him last week. Four receptions, 45 yards, with a long of 17 on five targets. And you know what? Those numbers aren't big in the grand scheme of things. But for the Cincinnati Bengals of 2023, that kind of production from a tight end is more than welcome with what we've seen. Jamar Chase fucked my parlay up. Four receptions, 41 yards. Unfortunately, he got injured. It sounded like he might miss some time. That's terrifying. And then mixing five for 31. Drew Sample, three for 30 with the 22-yard touchdown. He was moving those puppies. And then Irv Smith, three catches, 26 yards, a touchdown, long of 11. And then Yoshi gets one for nine yards. So, yeah, man, spreading the ball around. Exactly. And like you mentioned there, the the stats are not, uh, like, overwhelming, right? Like there's one with T, 100-yard game. Love it. Tanner Hudson, 45 yards. Okay, your tight end got 45 yards. Sick. But these guys are catching passes and mixing it. They're making runs when it matters on these third downs in this game. They're knocking out third downs, uh, the fourth down, mixing to ice the game completely. And I know we got some clips and Drew will roll them wherever he rolls them, but they're making plays at the right times. And that's why their involvement in the game is so crucial. Absolutely. And the rushing stats aren't great. So, and this is what I wanted to kind of bring up 
before we show the clips because Mixon, 14 carries, 37 yards in the touchdown, long of 12. Travion got three for 13. Burrow, five for four yards. Only 54 rushing yards on the day, only averaging two and a half yards a carry. That's not great. But one thing that I want to point out is I'm going to roll this clip first and then we can go into it. via trade earlier this week from Green Bay. It's Mixon on the run, and Mixon into space. He's second and 12, and he's got third, third and three. High snap. Mixon got away from Von Miller. Mixon got the first down. Now, Joe Mixon did not dominate the stat sheet. Joe Mixon did not get the 80 to 100 yards that I was looking for him to get. But Joe Mixon still made big plays for this offense. That is Von Miller he made miss on that last third down to put the game away to pick up the first. He That touchdown, I mean, he was scored from 10 yards. He never hit the ground. He had that big run on second and 12. So he didn't dominate the stat sheet. The run game looked kind of confusing. It looked very, very forced to me. But let's not knock Mixon for this because he still made impact plays on that game. Exactly. He he put directly put points on the board, and when we needed him most, he iced the freaking game in Von Miller's face. I'll take that. I'll take a, a game icing first down, jungle jump, love it. Uh, a game icing first down to to win the game over over an eight hundred yard day all, all day. If we're if we win, obviously, you know what I mean. He's making impactful plays, and that is what matters. And I'm not if, – if the Bengals lose that game and these are the same rushing stats, we're probably bitching about them. So winning 100%. cures all. That's kind of the way it goes. Yeah. Um, but, man, there are some phenomenal comments we're going to have to hit, too. The chat is lit today. But if we lose, we're probably bitching about the running game. But yeah. that's, the way the, that's, just, that's the way this game goes, baby. We're a prisoner of the moment. We're talking victory Monday here, so we're happy about it. But he still made impact plays when we needed it. But if we lose, he potentially doesn't get that touchdown, doesn't get that first down because we're trying to throw the ball at that point and get into the end zone, right, if we're playing from behind. And don't don't take me me saying I'll take that over a 100-yard game any day as I don't want a strong running game. I would love if Mixon would break 85, 100 yards every game because that means we are embarrassing defenses. But when he's making plays like this, and we win, it's a lot more acceptable for the stat sheet to be a a little light. Yeah, absolutely. And that third down play is so big because the Bills were smart. They scored that touchdown. They went for two. They got it. They said, we're going to take the risk now. We're going to go for it now. And if we don't get it, we get the ball back. We can go back. If we score again, we'll tie it. But they got it. So now they were in a position where if the Bengals don't pick up that first down and they're forced to punt, Buffalo could go down, score a touchdown, kick an extra point, and win the game. So they played that well, and Mixon just silenced it. So it was absolutely just – I mean, you can ask for more out of your running back, but in a big moment like that, on a play design that didn't really seem to work all night, it was damn near disaster. Thank God he made Von Miller miss. But he, he made it happen, so we got to give our, our hats off to – Joe Mixon and Sir Boy makes a good comment. We have to give our hats off to Drew Sample. He says, 
When the story of mankind is finished, we will remember three things. The discovery of fire, the invention of the submarine, and getting Drew Sample in open space. Shout out to second round pick Drew Sample. He, (laughs) him jumping over that guy, there's a still of it that went around the internet. It's phenomenal. They showed him on the Jumbotron for the speed rings. He was moving like 18 miles an hour, dude. He was picking them up and putting them down. And as soon as he did it, dude, the first thing I did, I'm in my chair looking for my phone to text you like, bro, did you bet that? Like, I know. And I didn't. What a fucking loser. God, dude. I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, that we finally can can see the full breadth of our offense. Like, it, like we're capable of using the tight ends, which is which should terrify the NFL. Because if we're not throwing to these tight ends, look at our other weapons. Like, teams need to realize, oh shit! Like the Bengals can move the ball in the passing game now. Like this is not good and. Talk about our slow start and our ringless franchise all you want, nerds. We're here to play and we're here to stay. Dude, why were Bills fans down so just absolutely bad last night? Did you see the guy make a highlight video of refs? I hate it, too, because, like, every fan I talk to when we're not playing them uh, or, like, leading up to the game is super gracious, awesome, uh, and I use – Glenn Goodberry as like the pedestal because that guy totally rocks. And I Glenn say they're all I love Glenn. Yeah, 100 percent But after the game, and I think it's just Twitter. Twitter is not a real place, dude. Like, and we gotta realize that. But dude, some of them were just obnoxious. Like to the point where I was like, I'm just muting you. Cause like I want to keep a solid relationship with that fan base. I because I like I, I like <laughs> that guy put a watermark on the yeah. NFL films video. That way, if anybody shared that video, everybody knew who was a giant pussy. And it yeah, was that guy. Like, come on, dog. NFL officiating has been dog shit all year. There were terrible calls both ways. Yeah. And it's just the way that the game has been. But to make a highlight video of referees, like, dog, touch some fucking grass. Go talk Weird. to a woman in person, please. Weird. I didn't even watch the video. All I did was see his watermark on it and realize it was all NFL films footage. And I was like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Dude, like, he, and that was last night. Like, he stayed up late. He really wanted yeah. to make sure to get that in. Like, oh, man. Like, I, I have bitched about refs before. I cannot lie. I've done it. Hey. I've been there. But, bro. Here's, here's the thing, dude. Save, save yourself. I, I, I hate when refs, like, blow calls or call bullshit calls. Like, unfortunately, that grounding call was within the rules. Is it stupid? Yeah. Yes. I agree you, Buffalo. That's a dumb rule. Josh Allen running with the ball and pointing and laughing at the defender that jumped at his pump fake? Hilarious to me. You can see it on Allen's face. He went, ha I got you. He broke a rule. Is it a stupid rule? Yes, Buffalo. Yes. I agree with you. That's a dumb rule. But as the rules read, he committed a penalty. You got to fucking deal with it, dude. A hundred percent. And you can say yeah. you got, got, you got your, you got bent over all night, but you didn't. We, the, you, you shared the stat, dude. You, the penalty yardage was identical. 
The Bengals actually had one more penalty called on them than Buffalo, but it was the same yardage. Same yardage. And we're, this is I'm not turning this into a ref bitching show, but we were getting phantom false starts, uh, like bull crap down the field. Like, dude, it went both ways. I bitch about officiating a lot, but the, the officials did not win that game for the Bengals, dude. No, they I mean, you turn the ball over and you're fumbling. So, like, what do you expect to happen? And, I, dude, I'm telling you, man, I'm sorry. I, I don't like being this guy. I really don't. I kind of do. Josh Allen is fucking overrated, dude. He is not that good at football. He missed his shot. He talks shit. He has his teammates back it up. He throws bad picks. He can't play on the road. He is a bum. I'm sorry. Don't mention him with Burrow. Don't mention him with Mahomes. Don't mention him with Jalen Hurts. Don't mention him with Justin Herbert. He's a fucking bum. Thank you. Wow. End rant. That's his TED talk. I'm not quite, I'm not quite there. I'm not quite where you're at. But, however, comma, I do think that there's a discussion to be had about him being in the top, like, four category, right? Like, I think it's like, hey, I just – one of these does not belong with Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and uh, maybe Trevor Lawrence when he's hot, right? Like, it's to me, it's like – Yeah, don't even put him with Lamar Jackson, and I'm not a Lamar Jackson guy. No, that's I. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But like a year ago, maybe two years ago, for sure. But dude, at some point you gotta close, man. There's closers and there's guys that freeze, and he's not closing flat out. But this is not a Buffalo Bills show. Uh, we talked about our receivers, uh, and I I know we we went over the highlight or the uh, the stats, and we went into the running game. But I want to I want to come back and talk specifically about number five, T. Higgins, uh, and him finally getting his on the field. Uh, he had a day, 110 yards, I believe. I don't I can never remember how many damn receptions they have. Who cares? 110 yards, awesome job. Don't worry. Uh, We've got you stats back provided up? by Huda. We've okay, got stats up. provided by Huda, Ron. Uh, pull it back up. Eight eight receptions. Okay, that's actually pretty impressive. Eight receptions, 110 yards, average 13, uh, 21 long, nine targets. That's beautiful. So drop this down. And then uh, I, I know I sent you some clips of, of T and a couple of his catches just to kind of highlight him actually getting the, the job done. You want to roll that? Yeah, and it was beautiful to hear it multiple times again in the game. The stadium just yelling, T. At this moment, Burrow complete to Higgins. Another first down at the third. Awesome, beautiful. It's like, cooking. Just cooking. You, you said it. Uh, I just got a crazy notification that says breaking news: Bengals signed superstar. I, I don't. I it got rid of it. Probably fake news. It looked like Facebook. But back to T. Higgins. Uh, he just, he finally got his, and, and dang it, I wish that one was a touchdown, but in the words of Mike Hilton on the sideline when they were sitting there, him and CTV holding their hands up, uh, your damn size 17 shoe, T. Gotta tuck yeah. it. You got to tuck it in. <laughs> but uh, of course I say that in jest because what an athletic play there to dive 
right at that pylon. Really, when you watch that play, Joe Burrow escapes the pocket, runs, runs sideline to sideline, which I hate because I like north-south football. And T. Higgins is – you can almost see him turn on the Jets and go, oh, shit, i got to catch up, and starts running and looking at him like, bro, hit me. And then he hits him and he does yeah. that same dive. But what do you think, man? Is You think he can continue this, especially – with a looming back injury with Jamar Chase. That scares me. Yeah. Um, I saw the Daner tweet. I was trying to pull it up, but I can't find it. I'm trying to search it while I'm live, and that's never going to end good. Um, I'm trying to find it, but, yeah, he's he sounds like he's pretty banged up, man. He might miss a little bit of time. That sucks. <coughs> he felt hard, man. Yeah, I know. Do you think T? You think T's going to sustain this? Was my question. Yeah, I think he can. Um, if he turns into the T Higgins that we know and love, the T Higgins that we saw when Jamar Chase had to miss four games last year, he he absolutely can keep that up. I think that he's got every bit of the ability. I think he's probably feeling a little bit healthier the further he gets away from the rib factor, rib fracture. Excuse me. Um, so. If Jamar Chase does miss time with this back injury that he's dealing with, I have 100% faith in T. Higgins to be the number one receiver. And, Kevin, thank you. I haven't done this yet. I need to do it more, obviously. Please like our live stream. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're not. Please turn on notifications if you haven't so your phone will ding every time we say something dumb. Um, It's on the top of the screen, too, but I I know I'm supposed to say it. That's the YouTube guy thing, right? Um, Oh, did that hurt? I know no, you're that, was, no, that was a slam. No, just a, like I got a bar thing beneath me. I'm trying to move around and get my leg comfortable. But uh, T getting his finally is great. Uh, and again, we're kind of going backwards here a little bit. Uh, Tanner Hudson, Irv Smith, these guys eating finally. Um, I, I know I sent you a clip. Roll that clip of Tanner Hudson so we can celebrate that. You you got to show the Tanner Hudson love after the talk that we had last week. Absolutely. From the 27, Burrow complete again. Tanner Hudson, the tight end. He's got two receptions on the night and another first. Yeah. Get T. Huddy getting loose. Is that is that not cool, dude? Not only is it a reception, he gets the yak and gets the first down, and then stands up and. I don't know if I was on my medication or something, but I swear to God, I thought it was Tyler Eifert there getting all pumped and jacked up, dude. Reminded me of Tyler Eifert. I, I got to say it. It was so cool to see him getting involved. It was refreshing because we had a yeah. scene tied in threat. And did I just, if you would have told me going into that game that I'm going to see a touchdown from Irv Smith, a 22 yard touchdown from Drew Sample and impact plays from Tanner Hudson. I would have probably only believed the impact plays from Tanner Hudson because I'm a believer. But just <laughs> Goodberry tweeted it out. It was awesome, too. He said uh, – it was during the game. He said something to the effect. It may not be the right quote. But he said people were asking for a move at tight end, but we have tight ends at home. <laughs> <laughs> Gave him the old we have food at home situation. Yeah. And, and he was he was right, man. The tight ends were, were cooking last night. I – if I would have bet an anytime touchdown parlay, Drew Sample and Irv Smith, I'd be oh. doing a lot better today than I am. And I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know Tanner Hudson's background and how, how he was in Tampa and all this stuff. Like he's not just, he's not just some kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's got a ring. 
Did you know that? He got a ring with Tampa? If I, you look at his Twitter page, I could be mistaken, but he's at a school, he's got a ring on. He's got a Super Bowl ring on. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I wanted to bring that to light for the, the Twitter like experts to go find. But if you look at his Twitter, it looks like he's got a Super Bowl ring. I don't know. But he's not just some kid, and he can add value to the offense is my point. So I I'm just like right now. Yeah, check it out. I, I assume it's his. Maybe he's holding Tom's. I don't know. We'll see. But it's Wikipedia, dude. I mean, it's got to be right. Yeah, I was on. I was on so his. He... Prove me wrong. Southern Arkansas University, six five, just a huge. tall dude. He can, yeah, huge. He played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, two thousand eighteen to two thousand twenty. They won it twenty twenty, so he got right. a ring. Okay. Okay, I'm right. He's got a fucking like the dude's not just some kid. Like he can add value to the tight end room. Activated on the team, dude. Championship pedigree. Yeah, they they won it in 2020, so he does have a ring. I did not know that. That's a hell of a pull by you. Maybe we're I, not just dumbasses. I was just looking, just looking. I was like, I wonder if this dude's got a Twitter, and he's got Tampa Bay shit all over it, and there's pictures of him with a ring, and I'm like, whoa. This guy's actually legit. You know what I mean? But, but I, that's awesome. Brings more to the table than just the ability to catch, in my opinion, with that kind of experience. So we are going to spread the good word about Tanner Hudson. We're going to make sure the world knows about Tanner Hudson. But, Tanner Hudson, let's get some Bengal stuff on your Twitter. Let's get it updated, my guy. Yeah. We'll just we'll spam you until you block us. How about that? Boom. Send him all kinds. Dude, I had so many people, and this is not like a brag or whatever, because I think it's cool. Like, yeah. normally people recognize me at games and want to talk to me and take pictures and stuff, and it's cool. But there was like a, an ob- obnoxious amount of people that talked to me last night. And as much as I appreciate them and as cool as I think that is, I promise I'm happier to meet you than you are me. What I really want is somebody to come up to me and be like, I have you blocked on Twitter. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> That is the interaction that I want. I don't think I've never, I don't think I've ever met anybody in person that like truly dislike. I know that I have seen people at tailgates that I was once amicable with on Twitter, but then they blocked me. So I'm sure the next time I see them at a tailgate, I'll go, but nobody's come up to me. You know what I mean? That would be an interesting interaction. We've got a challenge accepted from Lord Behemoth 78. Um, so he's going to block me and come up and yeah. say it. Now, I'm not saying I want to fight anybody or anything. It's a very peaceful, calm environment. But I yeah. do want somebody to just come up and just be like, dude, I don't fucking like you. You're an asshole. And I blocked you. And I'd be like, dude, I totally get it. I understand who day. And that'd be it. But there's definitely people I see down there where I'm like, that guy doesn't like me. Yeah, I know. I know. I know of some. <laughs> and that's okay, bro. It's a free country, but also, fuck you. Yeah. I'm a, you know? All right. Ringo says, Drew, I think that I told you that I loved you because you're an asshole. And that's yeah. kind of how it starts with me. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a love me or hate me kind of guy. Uh, my fiance actually told me that she initially liked me because we met at work, that she liked me because I was an asshole. Oh, okay. There you go. That's a so good way to close out 
Let's close out our box score breakdown. That's pretty much yep. taking up the whole show because that's how we go. But let's talk about our defense because as fun as the offense was last night, the defense played with steel in their spine. It was a Jermaine Pratt day, 11 tackles, six solo, the forced fumble on Dalton Kincaid where he's like flipping through the air and shit. Mike Hilton with 10 tackles, 10 solo. Logan Wilson with eight tackles, four solo. Nick Scott, four tackles, three solo. DJ Reader, three tackles, two solo, <laughs> one tackle for loss. Uh, Cheeto with three, DJ Turner with two, BJ Hill with two, Cam Taylor Britt with two, Dax Hill with two, Trey Hendrickson with one, and Cam Sample with one. So the defense was just flying to the ball. Everybody getting involved. Um, we also had the Cam Taylor Britt interception of Josh Allen, which just you can't write it better than that, man. I told you he was going to have them in hell, and he did. Yeah, it's unbelievable. One stat I love seeing there is Mike Hilton, 10 for 10, 10 tackles, 10 solo. That means that man was putting in work and flying around, dude. Uh, the defense defense played lights out. We held Buffalo to 10 points. Uh, and if you listen to anybody and, and, and everybody, uh, Buffalo has a powerful offense. Um, but apparently not when Lou Anarumo is standing on the other sideline. Uh, plays were being made. Turnovers were happening. Uh I mean, even the incompletions that were occurring uh, were because of our defense. Uh, it, it was a beautiful sight to see. Um, what I mean, what do you – I just feel like every week we're massaging the defense. I don't even know what to say anymore. I've said it all. They deserve it, dude, because I yeah. tweeted it out last night, and I, I think I've said it almost every game this year. They have steel in their spine. Okay, you just got a big play. You're down in the red zone. We don't give a shit. Force fumble. We don't give a shit. You're kicking a field goal. We yeah. don't give a shit. We're stopping you on fourth down. They just, they'll give up yards. And I think Mike Hilton was even on record saying this. Like, yeah, we'll give up yards. It's fine. We're not going to give up many points. And we pride ourselves on that. And that's fine. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the graphs and the rankings and where that. Where are you in scoring? Do you stop teams from scoring when they're in scoring position? Yes, you can win a lot of football games in the NFL. So it's just a hands-up effort to everybody from Lou to the D-line to the defensive backs to the safeties. Well, they're defensive backs too. Just linebackers, the best linebacking core in the NFL, very well may be Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt. I can't point to one person on this defense and say he is the reason why it's been so good. There have been times it's been Hendrickson. There's been times it's been Logan Wilson. There's been times it's been Jermaine Pratt. There's been times it's been Cam Taylor Britt. And Lou cooks it all up. So I can't credit one person for it. The Bengals have a complete team defense that doesn't get rattled. Yeah, I agree. And and there's a lot of defenses out there that statistically potentially are doing better than ours. Uh, but then you dig, and it's because of Miles Garrett. It's because of T.J. Watt. And I, I keep it in the division because I'm proud of our division right now that we're all doing well. But uh, And uh, when you look at our stat sheet, it's spread around everywhere, man. And that's why I think we are the best all-around defense in the NFL right now. I, th I would put us up against any defense. Uh, and that's not to say that having a star player like Miles Garrett is a shitty thing. I mean, God dang, I would take Miles Garrett tomorrow. Uh, but um, it's just great that when you look at our stats, the love is everywhere, man. And uh, we'll, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about one play in particular. Uh, and uh, bring in our lovely, lovely, lovely official hat of the Blue Collar Bengals show, Cincy hat. Uh, Drew is in the black and white, and I'm in the white and black. Black and, and orange, baby. 
What's that? Black and orange, baby. Come on. Oh yeah, I was going with the with the rope. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on but, drugs, yeah. folks. Black and orange, white and orange. You're right. Yeah. Uh, they have all kinds of hats, dude. Uh, for your Reds, your FC Cincinnati. They got Bearcats. They got all kinds of stuff. Uh, they're beautiful. Uh, all of their proceeds go to the village of Marici. Bam. Bam! Who build houses for adults with disabilities. Uh, it's all run by Ted Karras. It's a beautiful, beautiful organization that I believe and Drew believe deep down in our hearts will lead to Ted Karras uh, at least having a fighting chance at the Walter Payton Man of the Year. But the segment that Cincy Hat sponsors is our Wallop of the Week. Why don't you play that? I got to see Matt um, at the tailgate last night, shared an ice-cold beer with him at Bengals Gems. He was down there doing the Lord's work once again. So here it is, the Wallop of the Week. What a play. What a play. Bam, Wallop. Bam, bam. <laughs> While the wallop may not have come in the terms of physical force and violence, it came in impactfulness on the game. Nick Scott absolutely tabletopping Kincaid, uh, and then Jermaine Pratt, like Floyd Mayweather, standing next to him, sick, popping the ball out, and we recover it. Can, I, can you think of a more beautiful play? for Cincy Hat to sponsor for our Wallop of the Week segment. That might have been the biggest play of the game, Mm -hmm. to be completely honest with you. Momentum could have turned a far different way if they punched that in for six. And, yeah, man, just it's not like a blow-you-up play, but the dude's flipping through the air. I think he let go of the ball because he was afraid he was going to break his fucking arm. And that's that's what happens when you get lit up like that. So I absolutely loved it. Um, Yeah, man. Great, great subject for since he had to sponsor. I think Ted Karras probably loved that play himself. And if you want one of these fine hats or one of the beanies, where are we at? Hold up. Fucking wardrobe change. Oh, shit. Wrong one. Oh, you got the black one. The beanie came in with no ball on the top. So I actually look like a uh, male instead of a female. Yeah. So the, ben, the the beanie dropped the other day. We got the Cincy script on there. It's, I still got the tag on it. I was hoping to wear it Sunday, but it wasn't really cold enough for it. Um, so the beanies are out. The hats are fire. The shirts are fire. The golf polos are fire. They've got it all. Go to www.thecincyhat.com and get yours today. Beautiful. Is that a Love good ad read? I, think I, I feel like I might have hit that right on the screws. Yeah, you might have killed that. You, you might have absolutely killed that. Uh, yeah, yeah we own every now and then. Shout out to the Boogered Up podcast. They're in the comments, man. If you guys want to just see some straight fucking goonery, my guy Travis and the Boogered Up boys are fucking. These guys are legends, dude. So they said, "Goddamn studs!" Finally got to hop in this bad boy and hang out. What's up, you beautiful gentlemen? Hey, man, they've got some really, really cool stuff. They got great comedians coming on there. Just hilarious stuff. So check them out. Uh, their stuff is awesome. Glad you guys were able to jump in here and, um, uh, jump in with us. And, um, Lord Behemoth says really need Cincy hat booth downtown at the banks on game day. That's easy bank. I'm not going to go into details because I don't know if I should, but there are times where you can buy them down there. Um, but 
they ship quick, dude. I bought I bought my beanie. Matt had that thing sent out by like the end of that day, and I bought it at like four in the afternoon. Like it wasn't like I didn't buy it at eight a.m. and he shipped it out at five p.m. He's on his shit. They ship to Ohio very, 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 very quickly. Um, so yeah, that is our wallop of the week presented by the Cincy Hat. We're very glad to be partnered up with them. Always great stuff. Always great to see Matt down at the tailgate, man. What an awesome dude. He's the brains of the operation, and he does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. We got to do another giveaway soon. Let's talk to Matt. We do, and I actually, uh, Jerome, I gave away the uh, black and red one that he won on the show, like, I don't know, a month ago. Finally met up with him and, and gave it to him because I suck and forgot to mail it out. Yes. I got to buy that beanie, and I got to buy that black and red one, too. I, I, we gotta get on top of that shit. That stuff's good. All right, man. Well, that was our love it. Uh, what else you got for us, Drew? We're at the forty-minute mark, so we're about two to four minutes from the show. Absolutely imploding on itself. Uh, what else you got? I'm gonna scroll through the comments. I feel like I haven't shown the comments enough love today. Yeah. Um, Ben's here. Ben's here. The most electric man with a 90 year old man is his profile picture on YouTube. Ben Shrammy on Twitter. He's awesome. Drew W. Bangalorean W. Um, Lord Behemoth also says he hopes that your knee is healing well. How, yeah. what, is the, what is the what is the status of the recovery? Let's get into that. It fucking hurts, man. <laughs> it's, it does. Uh, it's, it's painful. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. All I want to do is lay down and then get up because I'm tired of laying down. Uh, I'll be locked out in a brace for eight, six to eight weeks. Uh, my plan is to do it in uh, four uh, because I am the human uh, cyborg and I'm tired of being locked out in a brace. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, I got a wonderful, lovely, lovely wife taking care of me uh, and four beautiful children that are behaving quite well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm glad your kids are behaving well because I got a fucking gangster running around my house. <laughs> she has been thugging it out lately. Oh, my God. This is back to the Josh Allen discussion. It's Mahomes and Burrow. It's, it's everyone else. Yeah. In my eyes, it's Mahomes, Burrow. And then I got like Lamar, like you know what I mean, down here because I like I think Lamar's good. I think I think a lot of people shit on him, but it's Mahomes and Burrow. Yeah, so I think that that's just I I just you don't put them in that upper echelon for me anymore. And I, I watched it in person last night. I and agree. Another good comment earlier from Lord Behemoth, man, he's on fire today. Remember when Brian Callahan was like, everyone not named not named Jamar Chase needs to step up? Everyone did. That's really rare collectively. And that's true, man. T was the leading receiver, but Tyler Boyd was in there. Tanner Hudson was in there. Irv Smith was in there. Drew Sample was in there. It was a collective effort from the skill guys. And that is, if you can get production like that, and you don't need to have a huge game out of all these guys. If you can get, I think it was, you know, around 50 from Boyd and 40 from Hudson and and 30 from sample. If you can get that from those guys, you're going to win a lot of games with that offense. Yeah. I I don't mind if it's not the Jamar show, if we're spreading the ball around uh, successfully and getting wins. It looks like Tanner Hudson 
came and spoke to uh, maybe a football team, Lorenzo says. Uh, Super Bowl champion Tanner Hudson came and talked to the guys today about his NFL experience so far. It was a great experience for our players and coaches, and we appreciate him taking his time to speak to it. Oh, shit, that's a quote from his Twitter. I thought yeah. Lorenzo had Tanner Hudson in the building talking to a high school football team or something. Oh, no. That's the, that's the post I saw. Okay, so that's the post I saw. Uh, which led me to, and I, I looked at it like right before the show and then hooked my, my phone up and everything. So uh, that's why I wasn't prepared to like aggressively say I was correct, but I'm, I'm glad that was verified. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I have reports from the uh, other room that my gangster toddler just tried to climb over the couch. So yeah, that's how it's going in there. Um, <laughs> I'll close this out. <laughs> Let's close this out. <laughs> I need to go in there and, Fucking be back up because I wasn't much help today during during the work day because my job whooped my ass all day. So uh yeah, but we're I mean we're at forty four minutes. The all vibes right. are high in Cincinnati. Heck the yeah. damn the damn energy is so good. We've got CJ Stroud coming into town the day after my birthday. So my birthday is the eleventh. We got a game the twelfth. I will be down there. Um, CJ Stroud balled the hell out yesterday. I think he set a rookie passing record. So that Texans game might not be a slouch. 470-something yards. Uh, C.J. Stroud's a good quarterback. I still have the utmost confidence in our Bengals to roll through and uh, send those Texans back to uh, Texas where they belong. So we'll see. We'll, we'll get into that in our preview. Um, but uh, I, I got nothing left. Nothing left but a big old who day, man. That's all I got. Thank you all for tuning in. Share this with your friends. If you know somebody that likes to listen to dudes be dumbasses, Please send this to them, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, whatever it is. Spread the love for us. You know, the bigger our audience gets, the cooler shit we can give away. I gave a guy a jersey yesterday. I just bought him a jersey on the spot. So, you know, we keep stuff like that going. We, we've we done our giveaways at the stadium this year. Um, so if you could share it with your friends, we'd really appreciate it. If you click like on this stream before we get up out of here, we would appreciate it. And Tony has no friends. I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Yes, you do, Tony, because I'm your fucking friend. Both of us. Yeah, Ron's your friend. You got two friends, Tony. We're getting up out of here. Who day?